0: Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, everybody of all different shapes, sizes, and anything else that you'd like to go by. We are back. We are here. We are live with another episode of the Dynastiers Podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Darius Capers. That's Kung Fu Cape on the Twitch. Darius underscore capers. Darius Capers on the social medias. Make sure you give me a follow on all those. Also follow the Dynastiers Podcast at the Dynastiers Podcast on both Instagram and subscribe on YouTube at the Dynastiers Podcast. We are going up. We are about nine subs away from 200 on YouTube, and we are also about 40 followers away from 200 on Instagram. So go ahead and get us to 200, please. And I'm going to go and kick it over to the other host of our basketball division, my brother Alex. Go ahead, Alex.
1: What it do, everybody? Like Like the good host, uh, Mr. Capers said, Welcome, everybody, all shapes, colors, sizes, um, representation, nationalities, ethnicities. Welcome all to another episode. This is going to be another banger. This is your boy, Alex Reed. Follow me at 10goldbans, 1-0-G-O-L-D-B-A-N-Z underscore. Please follow the Capers Cares Foundation. We're all about trying to move the youth forward in the most positive way possible. Um, and we'd love for you to be a part of that. So please, please. Uh, Tap in, donate, volunteer, whatever the case. Um, help us make this world a better place for not only us but moving us, uh, moving forward. Um, and follow the Dynasty Podcast, like the man said. We are nine away from YouTube and the um Instagram for getting two hundred. So please tap in because you're going to remember this day when we're up on first take, we're up on NFL today, NBA today. Get up, whatever the case. We're gonna be up there. I promise you guys. So let's go to. It.
0: Facts, yes sir, yes sir, I agree. I appreciate you shouting out Big Bros uh Big Bros stuff as well, he yeah, has going on. The Capers Cash Foundation is going up. They are taking a few young children to see The Little Mermaid. Yes, this is the one with with Miss Holly Berry coming out soon. Not Holly Berry that we know, but Holly. You know, because Chloe Bailey. Holly Bailey, not not Barry, you know. I wish it was Miss Barry. Miss Barry, that's our time. But you know, this new girl, (laughs) she's actually the one doing it. So but still, salute to her, man. Salute to Black Excellence. We need to start seeing more black representation in some of these films, and it's good that she's doing that. So salute to her, salute to everything she has going on. But we're here to discuss the NBA playoffs. So this is pretty much our second round episode. Um, the second round has been, it's been kind of up and down for a lot of teams, up for most of the teams. The teams that have been up have been the Denver's, the Miami's. The teams that have been down are the Knicks. They've been struggling. The Suns, they've been down just based off the injury bug. And then it's been kind of a dogfight for other games, other series, excuse me. Uh, the Celtics and the Sixers are in a dogfight. I mean, 3-2, game six should be this evening. And the Lakers and Golden State have kind of been in a dogfight as well. I know their game, game five, happened yesterday. The Golden State Warriors were successful getting it back to game six, going back to the Crypt. Um, I just, first off, what is your initial takeaway from the second round of the playoffs so far?
1: Um, Well, it's been more or less what I kind of expected going to my Lakers. The reason I expected us to win is because Anthony Davis is a completely different player than Sabonis. Sabonis is somebody that's always looking for the pass, and Anthony Davis is more looking for buckets, um, uh, getting to the rim, uh, making plays that way. So in regards to the Lakers and and the Warriors, I'm still afraid for my Lakers because Steph Curry's on the other team. He's the only person I'm afraid of. Um, in the West, um, and and he's proven why he's a, he's the best point guard that ever that God ever created. He's the best shooter that God ever created. Um, and it's it just his effect, his gravity that he has for the other guys. Him being on the court, is just getting Andrew Wiggins and and Poole open. Poole had had a great showing last uh, last game. He's been a no show, uh, pretty much completely unplayable. Um this whole series from game, he was playable game one and he hasn't been playable until um, last night. Um, prayers up to AD, he got hit in the temple. A lot of people call him salt. I don't know if you've ever been hitting the temple before guys, but it's like a head ringer. It, 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 it it'll rock your world.
0: Yeah, It'll wake so, you up.
1: So it, it'll really discombobulate you and you, and your head, your brain controls everything. So if your legs give out, um, I don't know. They said he, you know, they said he was fine, as of no concussion or anything. Prayers up to that. We know how head injuries go, um, but everybody that's talking junk sweet about AD. Remember this, remember this, because y'all act like AD is not that guy. Um, that's enough about my Lakers. I think we're gonna win on Friday. Um, for the Nuggets and the Suns, bro, Jokic is a he's Le, he's LeBron if LeBron was a center. I I don't know how else to say it. I. I The man, well, minus the athleticism, so he might not be LeBron. But I've never seen a guy dominate this. It's completely not athletic whatsoever. He got, what, 50 on 20 shots. I know they lost that game, but 50 on 20 shots, it took Devin Booker going 14 to 18. Now, last game, uh, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, they both combined for 22 or 38 from the field. A very efficient night um, for anybody. Kevin Durant shot 12 of 19. Devin Booker shot 10 of 19, or I probably got that – I might have got that backwards, but in the case, both over fifty percent, and they still lost. Jokic has Aaron Gordon looking like I don't even know I don't even know who to compare him to. He's just a three and D player that can put the ball on the floor and do not let him get to the rim because he will dunk on you. Jamal Murray is reminding us that yes, I did go fifty back to back with Donovan Mitchell in the bubble. That was only three years ago, guys. Like he's not he's not some old guy in the league, and. To to your credit, the Celtics and the uh, Sixers, bro. I think I think Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is the only he's like the, he's got the Anthony Davis factor where he's the biggest guy on the court and you just can't stop him when he when he's really involved and focused in the game. He has it in his head like I'm going to get to this spot on the floor and there's nothing you can do about it. If that's the guy y'all can get tonight, God help y'all. I'm sorry, um, but Tatum and Brown, bro, and like they're you know they're. The modern day, and y'all don't rob me for this. I'm going to get into it a little bit later, but they're the modern day Jordan and Pippen as a wing tandem on the floor um, and able to uh, score at all three levels. I'm not talking about the defense. They're not them on defense. They're not, you know, I'm not calling Tatum Jordan. I'm not doing that, not calling Brown Pippen. I'm just saying as of the modern day, that's probably the closest that you're going to get to them. Um, Not naming Paul George and Kawhi because they're just not reliable. Um, right. health wise. So um in regards to that, um, you got the Celtics and Sixers. I think the six, I'm sorry, bro, I think the Sixers are gonna win tonight. Um and then with the Miami Heat and the Knicks, that could really go seven. I'm I'm I got a small hint that Miami might lose at home. Mm. Um I got a small hint they're gonna do that. You know uh, Jalen Brunson played all 48 minutes last night. He had 38 points um, I think eight and seven was the other two stat lines for re- rebounds and assists. But I'm telling you, bro, the Knicks, they run all day long, man. They play defense all day long. They know their bats are against the wall. I'm not expecting too much from Julius Randle, but I am expecting a, m- a bunch from the collective team as a whole um, to be able to really shut down uh, Bam and the others. And they're not going to stop Jimmy. He's, a, he's another guy that's – he could make all NBA every year as far as I'm concerned. Right. Um, so you're not going to stop a guy like that. But if you can stop the others, if you can get up into Max Strus, if you can get up into Duncan Robinson, who's had sightings that we haven't seen in since the bubble, it seems like. Um, Bam, I, like I said, uh, Kyle Lowry. If you can stop all these other guys as the Knicks, I think you should win tonight.
0: Okay. Yeah, I uh, I see – Clearly, well, where you're coming from. Uh, of course, you know, being a fan, I'm going to slightly disagree on them beating us tonight. I feel like it is possible, but seeing what the Celtics have shown that they can do, you know, in with their backs against the wall, basically in a game six against one of the best players in the world, Giannis Cupo, just last season, they went into Milwaukee, beat him took it back to home, won a game seven. I mean, I know that's it's a tall order considering we have another MVP player, another all-NBA talent, you know, in Joel Embiid. And the way James Harden's been playing, he's been looking like he's trying to go back to Houston but stay in Philly. So, I mean, like he's looking like his, his own he's his old self. And, I mean, it's just... It's been tough to really guard both of them. So, I mean, hmm. if I'm looking at this now, bro, I could very well see a world where we force Game Seven. The Nuggets close out the Suns, and tomorrow <laughs> the Golden State Warriors force a Game Seven, and the Knicks close out yeah. they close out by Miami because yeah. it's just it's hard for me. To bet against Stephen Curry, I also remember what Stephen Curry did in the finals against my Celtics, when he put up about forty something points in a pivotal game, three in game Four, in, yeah, uh, in a pivotal Game Four, which essentially turned the series back to Golden State. So I mean, it's it's tough, man. It's tough. I truly think you guys will have to win Game Seven, and I think we'll have to win Game Seven. But I, I can see the Heat getting them out of here in six. I can see the the Suns getting beat in six as well. And it's just unfortunate with the Suns because I feel like if Chris Paul never got injured, it would have been a better series. I think that could have won seven games.
1: See, and, and, and my only question with that is because I saw how Monty Williams was playing when Chris was uh, in the game, and Chris, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and disrespect disrespect the point guy like Chris the accolades speak for themselves nine time defense um the best share of the basketball of his generation as far as I'm concerned um so I'm not even gonna disrespect him well best passer at the point guard position because he 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 he's not better than LeBron at passing but best passer at the point guard position um I give it Chris Paul but I don't know if they would. I think this series would probably have already been over if Chris Paul was playing. Really? And I say that because I do, and I and I say that because I saw what Russell Westbrook was doing to Chris Paul as of energy wise. And Russell Westbrook, you know, he was getting threes up, he was making them threes. That was a big reason why. But just somebody that's like always applying that pressure to him, and Chris Paul isn't the same guy he used to be. He he looks. Bigger. Uh, I don't know how to. I don't know. He. I'm not going to say he looks out of shape, but he just looks like he's 38 out there. I'll say that he looks like a 38 year old man out there. He's not really running the when he's when he's on the fast break. He's passing it forward to somebody else to run the fast break. He's not really running and looking like he used to when he was on the uh, the Pelican, not the, the Hornets. Excuse me. When he was on the New Orleans Hornets and the Clippers. He's just not. As fast as it and, and quick as it used to be, he, he's been injured a lot. So, I don't think they'd be running this with the same pace. I don't think the guys on the bench, um, I'm about to, I'm about to name some poop putts, uh, mm-hmm. Josh Akogi, uh, Campaign. Um, these dudes are trash. I just want to stop talking about the Irish. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but Greg,
0: this, like, these are like, these are real pooputs. putts,
1: these are real. Um, these are guys that on contending teams would be the eighth man at the best. Um, but it's forced Monty Williams to dig into that bench and, and and introduce some fresh legs. That's what they needed. Chris Paul is an older guy. Kevin Durant ain't no spring chicken no more. Devin Booker is more of a half-court set guy anyway. Yeah. And we all know what DeAndre Ayton is going to bring you a bunch of nothing. So you're going to have another guy on the court that's slow too. It's just going to – it's just – for teams that's – I know Jokic is out of shape, but he's not playing with some out-of-shape guys. Caldwell Pope, he can he can bang. He's a 3-and-D guy, but he can get up and dunk. We all know what Aaron Gordon is athletically. Michael Porter, Jr., 6'10". I mean, Bruce Brown is a young guy who's going to get up in it. He's a Swiss Army knife conduct. They finally playing him in the position they need to be. The Nets have been playing him at the 3 and the 4. And he's only 6'4", but they play him as a two-guard in Denver, and it just opens the floor away so much. So I just don't think – I think this series was a blessing in disguise because if you're saying that he's going up against the Lakers, okay, Chris Paul needs to be there because we're more of a half-court team anyway. We we led the team in fast-break points, but LeBron is a half-court guy. You need a half-court guy that can match up with that. If you're the Suns. But for the for Jokic, Jokic slows everything down. When he like look look, this water bottle right here is Jokic. You're not gonna move it unless you're a bigger water bottle and you just come over and knock it over. But in a sense, Jokic is just pushing around Anthony I mean not Anthony DeAndre Ayton. he wouldn't push around Anthony. He's pushing around DeAndre Ayton. Uh Kevin Durant is bouncing off of him like he's just a little toddler with his big brother. Yeah. Bro. He, he can't Chris Paul would just I think Chris Paul would just make an already slower team, even slower. So, I I don't know, man. I I think Chris Paul needs to stay out of this one. Chris Paul stays out of this one is so going seven. But either way, if he's yeah. in or out, I think they're going to lose anyway. The Nuggets are just. You could have made a real strong case for Jokic being the third, the the first uh, MVP for three straight years. It feels like MBs was a here nigga. Damn, excuse my French,
0: but uh, that is it was one of them type. Of- that is kind of yeah. the vibe it gave off, bro. I'll be honest with you because, I mean, I'm not saying he didn't deserve it, but I feel like he deserved it more last year. Yeah, year, especially with Jokic almost averaging a triple double. It's like, bro, you, you can't. That's that And that. they're
1: the first seed, bro. Like and that's the, the, the thing. Team. Like, like that's the that's the whole thing right there. And and you can people try to say, oh and B if you take him Embi- B well if you take Jokic off the Nuggets bro they are a lottery team I'm telling everybody who will listen that team is not in the play in they're not even they're not looking at the play in they're looking at we need to get women Yama, and they don't have exactly. Jokic and and they still have Joel Embiid like they have Joel Embiid you you could make a real case for uh, Tyrese Maxey being a young up and r- uprising star uh Tobias Harris has always been a tw- an 18 to 20-point-per-game score. Like, they got – he has help, bro. I just feel like, you know, like you said, I feel like they were just trying to fit the, the narrative in the media that Joel Embiid – because Joel Embiid really wasn't a front-runner for the MVP until the last two weeks of the season. And I mm-hmm. feel like at that point, man, Jokic was averaging a triple-double up until, like, the last three weeks of the season. So, it's like – I don't know, bro. I think Yoki should have got it, but hey.
0: Yeah, I I think they kind of did him did him a little greasy as well. But I mean, I get it. Like and Demarcus Cousins said something about that that it's kind of true, bro. If he would have won the third straight MVP, he would have been like one of the greatest players of all time in a sense. When you think about it, because I mean, how many players have won three straight MVPs? It's not been many. I know Larry did. I believe Kareem did. But it's like, it's not many guys that have won three straight MVPs. Like, did Jordan win three straight MVPs? No. LeBron went back-to-back. I think Jordan might have went back-to-back. Like, he's already on a list with guys like that anyways, based off of going back-to-back. So, if you give him – The third, that's a list of like five names. So if that, yeah, if that, so I mean, I just I get their hesitancy to do that, but he kind of deserved it. If he really averaged a triple-double, he kind of deserved it, bro. I just I wasn't a fan of them not giving it to him based off of Okay, well, we haven't given it to Joel. Joel's crying for it, so we kind of got to give it to Joel. Like, I don't really – I don't know, bro. I don't know. Joel had a good season, though. He had a really good season, so he definitely deserved it.
1: Look, man, 24, 12, and 9.8. So it's basically 10. -hmm. 18th in scoring, second in rebounding, third in assists as your center. And like I said – they were the first seed in the West the entire season. Like the only, the only we didn't know who was gonna finish second through tenth, but we knew who was gonna finish number one the whole season. Yeah. So I just, I, I think they did. I really do think they did. Jokic, very I, I, I. I know we talked about this on a previous episode, and I, um, but I, I do want to say that I do feel like Jokic. I think as of who deserved it, I think it should have been Jokic, Giannis, and Embiid. I, I just – I don't know, bro. Because even out of those three, I mean, Embiid's not the best player out of those three. So it's like – and Jokic is really closing the gap. For somebody that doesn't defend, as of what he's doing to Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, he's really closing the gap about um, who's better between him and Embiid because it took a P.J. Tucker – Offensive rebound, putback. That's what it took for Embiid to be like, this is Al Horford. Why am I struggling versus – like, PJ Tucker had to be like, th- bro, this is Al Horford, bro. Like, you're Embiid. Like, play like Embiid. Like, but I don't think you would have had to tell Jokic to do that. I, I don't think – I think if Jokic is on the Sixers and Embiid is on the Nuggets, I think this series is already over, sorry to say, because – you're giving Jokic a team where in a sense in in a sense he may be the worst shooter on this court. It, it, depending on the lineup percentage wise. I don't even know if that's true, because that nigga can shoot from three like like a guard. So I don't know, bro. I just think that Jokic got done dirty. Um, and if he beats the Suns, when he beats the Suns. Mm-hmm. In the, I think we're gonna have our hands full with the Nuggets just because of him. And I, I, I don't know, bro. I, I, if Embiid plays like he did love game, y'all going home. But if he put, if he gets, if he puts on like 25 and seven, oh, bro, oh, y'all, y'all winning in seven.
0: So I feel like as long as we let Embiid get his and we just stop James Harden, we could be good, bro. And to answer the question earlier, it's only been three players to win three straight MVPs, Larry Bird, Will Chamberlain, and Bill Russell. So, Kareem didn't even do it. Wow.
1: But, I mean, going back to what DeMarcus said, I mean, DeMarcus sounds like a hater, bro, because, like, he was good in his time, but it's Mm -hmm. like, bro, like – if we put Jokic in that time where DeMarcus Cousins was the best center in the league, he's no longer the best center in the league now. Like mm-hmm. right? DeMarcus Cousins was a unicorn, but he was averaging like five assists as a center. This man, Jokic, is almost doubling his assists as a center. As a center, bro. The slowest man yes. on the court. And he's not even as athletic as DeMarcus was. DeMarcus would dunk on you, bro. He'd come out, he'd spin out a post and dunk on you. And Jokic don't go nobody, but I've never seen him posterize anybody, I don't think. You'd have to really search on YouTube, and it probably has six views on it because nobody believes believe it. So.
0: In terms I mean, of back-to-back to back to, MVPs, it's been 13. I mean, but he's you, on the hey, list of 13 players all-time, bro. And the name. Right. First battle. All-time greats. all day. So he's, he's already he considered first- one of the greatest when you think about it.
1: Yes, but what I'm saying is, bro. I just if if you produce that, then you deserve that. If you produce third, if you if you're my man was top three MVP all season, not number three, top two really. Yeah, they were saying, hey man, Jokic is averaging a triple double for a center, unheard of. I don't know a center that even. I've heard of Hakeem getting a quad dub one game, two games, in his whole 13-however-long career. Uh, Shaq didn't get no triple-dose like that. Wilt, Wilt got him because he was the biggest guy on the court. Uh, Bill Russell, I wouldn't be surprised if he got a triple-dose. His, he had eight Hall of Famers on his team. I wouldn't be surprised if he got a triple-dose. But, bro – Jamal, no, no, no disrespect to Jamal Murray, but Jamal Murray on, ain't on nobody's top five point guard. List. He's not on nobody's top seven point guard. List. Like, I don't think so. And if you, he might, he might be number ten on the on the top point guards right now. Like, I, I can, I can give you a bunch of guys that I'd rather have over Jamal Murray, but instead, he's making Jamal Murray look like, yo, we actually got a game plan for this. No, you don't. You got a game plan for Jokic, bro. So. I don't know what Demarcus Cousins was talking about with that. I, you don't want to give it to him because it puts him in an elite company. Well, maybe if you had, I don't know, I, he, he maybe if you had one or two another team other Sacramento, we put you in that category. But we didn't, so stop hating.
0: That is true. That is very true, bro. I I agree, bro, because it was a time when when we were considering Boogie to be trend setting as a as a big. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's. He's like you said. He's a unicorn. He's—we've never seen anything like this. A guy that can do all of these things, but now that's the normality for the center position. They all can shoot. They all can put the ball on the floor. They all can do all of these things. So I mean, yeah, bro. I see what you're saying. It comes off as, as hate. Like, what are you hating for, bro? Like, I mean, you had your time. This is Jokic's time to do what he's doing. So. I I mean but considering Boogie, Boogie was was cooking overseas. He put up like a 30 point double double the other day. Overseas. Overseas, yeah. Jokic is doing this to <laughs> NBA players.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, can you imagine if you had put Jokic on the opposing team that DeMarcus went crazy on? Bro, that man would be cussing out the ref. He would be though. Like, bro, this man Jokic. Now, he does average quite a bit of turnovers for the season. It was uh, 3.6. But like I said, he's averaging like, what, 10 assists a game. So, the assist turnover ratio is like 2.5, 2-point-something, uh, something like that. Still pretty good for a center. And now looking at Jamal Murray, he averaged 7 assists. And his turnovers, it was like 2. And his assist turnover ratio I'm looking at right now, Jokic is 2.6. Murray is 2.9 so it's uh, really pick your poison at this point, bro. So um I just think that the old heads need to stop hating and I like the Marcus cousin. I don't want to see him be a player like who's a obnoxious player that uh, I don't want him see. I don't want to see him turn into how Charles Barkley sometimes acts. Yeah, sometimes.
0: I, I, like, I don't like on, that's just,
1: Like, come on, y'all's, you know, Shaq to a lesser degree because he actually won something. But, mm-hmm. you know, I Charles Barkley got an MVP, but there's not a lot of players in today's league that I'm taking Charles Barkley over. And he be hating on a lot of the people I'm talking about right now, especially Anthony Davis, because Anthony Davis... Charles Barkley respectfully can't hold a candlestick to Anthony Davis. If they both at the top of the game, I don't think the man six five,
0: He was in the best era of bigs and he was dominating. Yeah, well, yeah, look,
1: yeah, hey, well, yeah. Look, that was a man. Know, that, bro. That's, tough. Hey, look, that's, that's tough. That's tough. That's tough. that's, but that's, that's, but, that's hey, but oh uh, he gonna get he might get his points, but I just I don't know, bro. I I don't know. I don't know. I it, that'd be kind of crazy seeing a six five dude out there dominating everybody. That don't be kind of crazy.
0: That's what I'm saying, right. bro. To to go back to the MVP point though, it's been 13 players in NBA history to win back to back MVPs. Bill Russell's on that list. Wilt, Kareem, Moses Malone, Larry Bird, Magic, Mike. You got Giannis, got Steph, got Braun. You got Jokic that just did it. And two other names that I'm forgetting. Excuse me, why has it only been 11? Steve Nash and Tim Duncan. Excuse me. Those are the last two. I appreciate that. Steve Nash and Tim Duncan were the last two. So it's only been 13 people. And all 13 of those guys are first. Well, 12 of those 13 are either first ballot Hall of Famers or will be first ballot when they hang up the shoes. I mean, I'm pretty yeah. LeBron and Steph Curry and Giannis will be first ballot Hall of Famers. So, oh, Jokic yeah, is—he's sure. already considered one of the greatest, or at least he should be.
1: Yeah, I mean, each for talent-wise, see, the center position is like really the most accoladed position. I feel like yeah, between the centers and, and point guards throughout history, as of who's been the most prominent. Um, each decade it seems like it's ran by a center. Um, so I don't like you got centers like in, uh Bill, uh Kareem, Wilt, Shaq, Hakeem, um David Robinson, uh those guys off the bat right now are probably the centers I'm taking over. Um, did I say Kareem? You
0: did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. So. Those guys off the top are who I'm taking right now over uh, Jokic. At off the top of my head, uh, of better players, but I, I at the center position. But I just can't think of everybody else. Seems kind of marginal as of what I'm seeing in in real time. Because okay. he's like people might say, you know, Jokic might not have been able to play, but we've already seen a Jokic type player. Now for the guys that really don't know basketball, let me give y'all a history lesson. There was a guy named Ed Regis Sabonis Arvinis. and something. Adrenas, Adre- yeah, that guy, that guy. He was 7'4", guys. He was 7'4", about 3'10". He didn't play long because he had a lot of issues, and he came in the league real late, real late. He was like yeah. a 20-something-year-old rookie. So, but when I tell you he was a passing, he had Rod Strickland out there looking like he was something special. Now, Rod Strickland ain't nothing to sneeze at, but the man came dunk. He had like 14 points a game, a couple of 10 assists season. But the point is, he had an old Scotty with him, I think. point is, troubles weren't supposed to be what they were, but they had a center that was passing out of the post. The only difference is, instead of passing with a high elbow or out the post, Jokic is just at the three-point line making plays, setting screens, getting everybody open, essentially making the offense even wider than it was. So shout-out to uh, DeMontis' dad, Sabonis, um uh, cuz I'm not going to try and do his name again. I don't Oh, leave man. that to you, buddy. <laughs> but uh we've already seen a player that can do that in a in an era where hard fouls were defense, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um so he could, he probably can do it in any era and the man is close to 300 pounds himself. I think he's like listed at 285, 611. That's not no little guy. That's, That's not a little not guy, little guy in any era. And to give you and give you all props. Bill Russell was 6-8 like 215. No, he was not 6'8". He was like 6'10", 215. The point is, I'm trying to tell y'all, I'm 185. Bill Russell only 30 pounds bigger than me. I can pick him up. and I'd be picking up a 6'10 man. I can't pick up Jokic. Yeah, I can't you bench yourself. Jokic.
0: You ain't, you ain't
1: I, ben- I bench Bill Russell, bro. I could hold Bill Russell on the bench and be pumping him up like a little dude.
0: Yeah, you, I can't ain't do no, you ain't doing I, that with 285. No, nah, that, that's, 280, that's 285. And that ain't that, that 285 might be on the low end. He might be pushing a little bigger than 285, you being real. It's just, yeah. His talent level is so unique, bro. I truly think that's what it is. And I'm not the biggest Jokic fan, the biggest Jokic supporter, but he's just he has such a unique game that I think that's what makes him so good. That, okay, I can essentially be the point guard of an offense while playing the five. I can play with another big. I can play without another big. I can play with a passing guard. I can play with a scoring guard. Like, it's just I feel like he's so versatile. And I feel like if he gets a ring, then the NBA is elevated. he needs to be on that NBA All-80 team or that All-NBA 100-year team. Like, he'll most likely be on that. But that would be crazy, bro. And so I guess that kind of segues to another question. Looking at the semifinal games today, who do you think is under the most pressure to get a ring? Or who do you think a championship this year would do the most for? Easily...
1: Uh it's not actually. It's actually not easily. Um, I'm actually going to say James Harden would benefit the most from a championship this season, and Kevin Durant is a close second. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. People will trying to say what a, a fifth championship would do for LeBron, and honestly, guys, let's be honest with you. He'd be a five time champion, but he's already better than five time champions that we know of. No disrespect to, to the Mamba. Kobe, I'm looking. He's got he's in my background, but just as a talent all the time, I don't think I could take Kobe over LeBron. No disrespect to Kobe. No disrespect whatsoever. But I'm just saying in that in that regard, people still probably wouldn't put him over Jordan. So he's already number he's just gonna stay number two. Right. Um so I don't think that would do much for him. I don't think a championship would do that much for Steph right now. Um, he'd be a five-time champion. People would be trying to say, "Well, he's better than LeBron." Stop it! Stop it! Just, just stop it! Stop it right now! Okay, he's not. He's Steph Curry would have to do some outlandish things. He'd probably have to win like six titles for people to be like, "All right, now it's definitive." He probably is better than LeBron. Not saying he can't win those six, but he's got to get past LeBron first, and he's not doing a good job of that. Um, so. Right. Those two right there, James Harden and Kevin Durant, um, I think Jokic's got more time because he, he – he, he, I think he just got more time. And I think the Celtics have already kind of proven themselves as that two-way tandem of what you can do. Celtics get a point guard and a, a real center, everybody. Not Rob Williams, who's six, seven, six eight. I'm talking about a real center. I'm talking about a New as the Whale type of guy fight wise, not talent. You need somebody better than him. But size wise, get somebody like that in a real point guard, the Celtics is gonna win the title. But those two guys, James Harden, people been criticizing his play um for the last I don't know, since he's been in Houston actually. It's criticizing that ISO play. A famous Kobe clip going around saying, um, you know, you can't win that style of basketball. Mm-hmm. The dribble, 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 you can't win that way. And he and he's been right up until this point, but this is the best player yeah, um, not named Kevin Durant that James Harden's has ever played with. So if you can't win with Embiid and Kevin Durant, you really can't win at all. So you're probably proving everybody's point. Kevin Durant needs the ring. Um, so everybody stop looking at him like you can't win without Steph because that is really looking like a thing now um, that, you know, the Golden State Warriors needed somebody for LeBron, but it's looking like Kevin Durant really needed them too. It's looking right. like they needed each other really bad right now, right. Um, Golden State needs Kevin Durant right now, and Kevin Durant needs stuff right now. So, those two guys, I think Kevin Durant could pull a lot of people to hush mode about his game, and he might even make a top ten case as of a like he's already talent really? wise. I don't know a lot. I, bro, I'm gonna be so honest with you right now, bro, and you might look at me crazy as a Celtics fan. I think they'd bring back slavery for what Kevin Durant would do to Larry Bird in the game. I really do. I think, I think, I think he would be like Michael Jordan was Jesus, but Kevin Durant might be the Holy Spirit because I do Oh think,
0: snap! Uh, <laughs> hey, that was a good I one. Ain't gonna lie,
1: I don't think uh, Larry Bird can can really. I don't think he could check KD. I, I just, I just don't. I'm not saying he, Kevin Durant would take his spot in the top ten. I'm not saying that, but. We gonna we might have to revisit that conversation. I ain't gonna lie. So, uh, those two guys, James Harden would solidify himself as the fourth best uh, shooting guard of all time. There wouldn't be no more debate for him in AI. I feel like, and um, Kevin Durant could solidify himself as a top, a top three small forward. He's already there, but this would kind of solidify it for them. Mm,
0: that is interesting, bro. Um, hmm, I'm not I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all because I agree James Harden and Kevin Durant both could use this championship a lot
1: and Chris Paul my bad.
0: See, that was who I was leaning towards. I was leaning towards maybe Chris, but I mean, even even Kevin Durant, he could use a championship outside of Golden State. He could. He definitely could. And I definitely think he could. I was thinking, look, this is why I was thinking LeBron. And hear me out. Like you said, it's not much else he can do to help his legacy. But if LeBron wins five, at this stage of his career, if he wins a championship this year with how everything happened how can you deny him being the greatest player of all time
1: the old head is going to find a way
0: i don't i don't think you can in the season where he broke kareem's record because the season kareem broke the record i don't think they made it to the, the championship i don't i don't I'm think they sure. did I, I think he I, made I, it in 84
1: and they I, i'm not sure i think he broke the record in 84 i'm not sure i have to go back and look
0: I don't. I don't believe he won the championship that year. Just the the gravitas of everything breaking Kareem's record, them being a losing team, the trade deadline happening, and then him pushing his team to the championship. Like, I don't see how you deny that. Because
1: now, yeah, go ahead.
0: Now I was gonna say because I mean five championships. All the accolades he has, all the all-star teams, all the all NBAs. Like, I mean, I don't know, bro. I just, I think he'd be the greatest. I, I think this would boost him to the greatest. And if Steph were to win championship number five, how do you not put him over Magic?
1: I do not put him over Magic right now. Um, so in nineteen eighty-four. He broke the record, like I said, but the yeah. Celtics won the championship with Larry Bird in the final MVP, averaging 27-14-4. Um, I'm going to go back on what I said about Kevin Durant. I, he's not going to – I don't know they bring back slavery, but uh, he'd have his hands full with Larry B, too, so,
0: yeah. That's, he would that's, have that's his hands full, bro.
1: That's crazy. 27-14 and 14 is insane. Yo, Larry Bird led the playoffs that year in the with points at 632 and then he led rebounds at 252. Jeez. That's, that is so outlandish. Okay, yeah, Bird is that guy. I mean, I knew Bird was that guy anyway, but he's really that guy now. He's He's really that guy. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, um, I, I wouldn't – I see, the reason I didn't give it to LeBron is because, like I said, LeBron is already – I feel like to people that were have watched his career, I feel like it's very hard for us to put anybody over LeBron as of just seeing the extent of how much talent he hasn't had and the success he's ha- had with minimal talent. Like, Drew Gooden was in his starting lineup, and he took Drew Gooden to the finals. Like, Drew Gooden was a poo-putt. I'm telling everybody, he was a poo-putt. Um, Dan, Daniel, Dan, Daniel Gibbs, whatever his name was, poo putts. Like He took them all to the finals. And he was like 24. He was younger than I am right now. So, uh, yeah, man. I, I, I Steph Curry, last year, he really just solidified for me the best point guard of all time. Cause, no, he doesn't get the assist numbers, but the way he makes everybody open by just being on the court is quite insane to me. And I, the spacing is always going to exist because he's on the court, even if he's not shooting threes well, like he's been doing in this series. He's still on the court, so Klay Thompson is always going to be open. Andrew Wiggins pull all the, even Draymond Green is open, wide open, <laughs> taking a shot. So. Um, yeah, but those if if Kevin Durant can get one, I don't think I still don't think he'll be top ten. He'll be a top three small forward to ever live. It wouldn't even be a debate up. But I I just I don't know. I think that Golden State rings really hurt him because if he was a three time champion without Golden State, he'd definitely be a top ten player. But hey. Yep, he needs – if he gets his ring, man, it, it'll it do a wonders for him. Him, Chris Paul, James Harden, it would do some wonders for those for those guys of the, what now is looking like the old age. I do got a question for you, though. Yes, sir. I know you saw the, the all-NBA uh, team selections. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any issues with that? Any people you thought should have made it that didn't make it? Like –
0: well, shoot, yeah, let's go through all the teams because I was looking at those a little bit earlier anyway. Let's go through – let's go ahead and just take a take a start with the all-rookie teams. So, didn't really have any issues with the all-rookie teams. I mean, first team, Ben Jalen Williams, Walker Kessler, Keegan Murray, Benedict, Benedict Matherin. I was pretty much going to be the all-NBA first team. Second team, I liked seeing Jalen Duran and Jaden Ivey. They they both played well this season, so I'm grateful that they got a nod for that. Um, Jabari Smith also deserved it. Uh, Jeremy Shohan for the Spurs was a great glue guy, so I feel like he deserved that as well. Tari Eason for Houston was another good guy. Mm, I liked Andrew Nimhart from Indiana. I would have liked to see him maybe get a – second-team nod, but it was really kind of between him and Tari Eason. I feel like Tari Eason might have had the more impactful season just with that Houston team. He was Swiss Army knife defender, uh, all types of those things that he he gave to that team. So I like him a lot. Um, no problems with that. All defensive teams, again, didn't really have a problem with it. I was surprised to see Dylan Brooks, and no Marcus Smart, but Derek White ended up getting that all defensive knot instead of Marcus Smart. First team, again, no problems with, man. Caruso, Drew Holiday, Jaron Jackson, Evan Mobley, Brooke Lopez, no issues at all. The only issues I had with the second team was, I was, like I said, surprised. No Giannis, no Marcus Smart. But I mean, OGN and Obi, I understand. Draymond Green, I understand. I mean, Dylan Brooks, eh, is what it is. But the all-NBA teams, we're going through the list of all-NBA teams first. The first team, I feel like spot on. Even though Luka and SGA didn't make the playoffs, they both had tremendous singular player seasons. So, Definitely deserved that. Tatum and Giannis as the forwards, no issue at all. Joel is a five. He deserved it as the MVP of the league. Second team, Steph and D. Mitch. I also had no issue with those guards. I mean, Steph played, what, 56 games? I feel like he played just enough to be eligible. Uh, Jimmy Butler, Jason – Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, excuse me. I also feel like Jalen Brown deserved to be an All-NBA all-NBA second team kind of screws my Celtics, but it's okay. He deserved it. Jokic. So I have no issue with the first two teams, like, whatsoever. The the NBA third team, Julius Randle making it, I had to go back and look at his regular season numbers, and his regular season numbers were pretty good, about 24-10, and 24-11. So he deserved it based off of his singular numbers as well. I guess it's just – prisoner of the moment because he's not playing too well in the playoffs, but I don't honestly have any issues with him getting there. I see LeBron made his 19th All-NBA team. 20th. It was 20th?
1: Yeah. He broke the record. Nah, it's 19. 13 first teams.
0: Yeah, 13 first teams, three second and three thirds.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. We well, brought the record ref- for ref- being the only player in his 20th season to get an all-NBA selection.
0: I mean, hey, he deserved it. He deserved it, if you yeah. ask me. Dame De'Aaron Fox, a bonus. <sighs> only guard you can argue is D-Book, in my opinion. That's the only person I'm kind of like. D-Book played well this year. He didn't get it, so, uh I don't have any issues with any of these teams personally. See, I have a problem with Julius
1: Randle getting it because, you know, a lot of people, they're they're promoting playing a lot of, like, to not do the load management. And I know Julius Randle, I think he played like 70 something games. Right. Um, So I think that's why they got it. But there's nobody on God's Green Earth that says, that's going to say Anthony Davis is 26, 12 and a half. 2.6 2.6 assists is worse numbers than Julius Randle. Nobody alive is gonna say Anthony Davis is worse than Julius Randle. Um I know Anthony Davis does get nicked up a lot. Um, but some stuff you really just can't help. And I'm just gonna be honest with you, 26 and 12 does not grow on trees, ladies and gentlemen. Julius Randle plays against 26 and 12, and he plays like that consistently, this series is over, the, the, the Heat would have no chance. So I kind of feel like it's kind of politically run a little bit, and I know all NBA teams, all defense teams, they would be run. Poli- there would be some political aspects in it, so I'm not saying that I'm completely shocked. But give everybody an example, right, Luka Doncic, they didn't even make the play in. I know he put up about 32-8-8. Eight and eight. Um, but then you go down to the third team, and it's Damian Lillard out here with 32, 4, and 7. Still great numbers, but I would have liked to see a John ja Morant in at least a third team. I would have loved to see a ja John Morant in the third team. 26, I know you're not a John ja fan, but 26. He,
0: didn't, he uh, didn't play enough games. I think he only – what did he play, 50 games, 47, 50 games? How many games did he play? Uh, let me look. Hold on. <clears throat>
1: I mean, I know why John Morant really didn't get it. We all know why he did not get it um again, like a it's politically run you know I mean? and once that whole thing with the gun, the lasers pointing out at the at the end of the game, he played sixty one games but um wow, it, you know with the um the gun situation in the Indiana game and then the gun on Instagram live, you know the league is gonna re- reward that, no matter how good you play, so I think that's really why he didn't get it. Um, if I were him, I'd really hold that against the league and really try to go for the MVP next year. I think to shut everybody up, being like, I'm still that guy. I'm still that guy. Trey Trey Young didn't make it. Trey Young, 27 and 10, uh, a perennial leader in assists, or at least top five in assists for the foreseeable future of how he plays. He didn't get it. Uh, Shea Gill just got number one, but I don't think it like, was in the play in and bouncing the play in. So. I just think that the the metrics for All-NBA should be more of what you produce. If they're, gonna go, if they're not going to look at team record, then albeit don't look at team record. But I feel like for some guys, they look at team record, and then for some guys, they don't to fit a certain agenda. Because, for example, Damian Lillard isn't a guy that has many accolades. He has the All-NBA thing, but he's not really a guy that's going to – Damian Lillard – he might be one of those guys that just gets into the Hall of Fame because of we all know what we saw. Right. But when you go back and look at the awards, it's just not there. Seven time NBA, six time All NBA. He's been in the league for about, I think this might be going up on year what? 10. Oh, he 10 year 10, 10
0: year 10. Yeah. So,
1: so, I mean, that's pretty That's pretty good, but it's just not a wowing stat. Like, you know, Damon Lewis has always been the, the second best point guard in his conference, third or four fat times, honestly. So that, I just – I think Josh should have got it over him. I think Trey Young should have got in. One of those two guys should have got in. Anthony Davis makes a great case. I mean, Damian Lillard only played 58 games. John Morant pay, played more games than he did. Um, and the team was in a way better situation. Nobody was even thinking about the Treblers all year. Anthony Davis played 56 games. Um, So – you know, he doesn't play he didn't play as many, but I just I just personally believe that I have a real problem with the third team. I think they could have did better. Sabonis, I understand um, you know, trying to give the guy some some love, but eighteen and twelve for an all NBA selection, it's just
0: Sabonis with the seven assists though?
1: Yeah, but look, seven is look, and that's all fine and then nineteen well, he played seventy nine games. Okay. 79 games. okay. And let me look at Fox real quick. I, I don't know, man. I just – I just I, – I'm just 70, – 73 games. Okay. Yeah. It seems um, – I don't know. Seems me to me personally like it's just agenda-driven. I'm not saying they don't believe it, and it's hard to say right. De'Aaron Fox don't, don't deserve an all-NBA. It's hard to say Sabonis don't deserve an all-NBA. That's what
0: I'm saying.
1: It's like, it, it's just hard to say that. But when then you look at players, and maybe I'm a picture of the moment. I saw Sabonis flip on his backside, just flop like a fish. I saw uh, Julius Randle, he is flopping like a fish. Julius Randle has some very horrible leadership skills. Uh, I, I'm just glad he's not a Laker, honestly. Uh, no, but, man. you know, c- congrats to the guys. Con- congratulations to the guys. I'm not going to sit here and say nobody deserves it, but I I do know a lot of guys that should have a chip on their shoulder for not getting it.
0: Yeah. That's a, I agree, bro. I agree. It's going to be a few guys that next season, if they if they want to like use that as fuel to you know, try to try to cook the rest of the league, a lot of guys are going to have you know, something to say. So, I mean, Bro, I get it, bro. I get it. I understand. It's – with AD having such a great season, I feel like he could have deserved it over Julius Randle. But how can you take away from a guy that's the number one on the Knicks, a Knicks team that's a five seed? You know, like I I feel like the only way – to make sure everybody gets, you know, what they're due, they should probably just split all NBA teams between conference, have two conferences, have have two teams for each conference, all NBA East, one team, two team, all NBA West, one team, two team, because it's always going to be somebody left out. It's always going to be somebody left out, whether it's D-Book, whether it's AD, whether it's Ja. I didn't know John played 61 games. That's smooth. Like, you could see a world where he deserved to get in. But even then, if we look at it, who does that help? That helps more so the East guys than the West guys because, I mean, I'm looking at these All-NBA teams at the guard spots. Western, The two two first-team guys are West guys. Then Donovan Mitchell's East, but Steph's West, so – De'Aaron Fox would have missed out on a team if we we do it that way. So it's like, how do you do it to where everybody gets what they're deserved? You see what I'm saying? Like, how does everyone get what they're owed, but we still make it seem like it's something worth striving for? Because we don't want to give all of the teams to everybody. Right. But
1: and, and, and you make yeah, you make you make sense. I'm not I'm yeah. I'm to
0: cut you No, Go ahead. Nah, you're good. It's just like, I agree with you, though, because I think D Book deserved a team. But how do you sit there and say, okay, De'Aaron Fox doesn't, though? Or game, like being the only nigga under 6'5, excuse my friends, only person under 6'5 to average 30 points a game.
1: Yeah, and it's like you know, Dame played five more games than Booker. Devin Booker played fifty three games. It's just kind of flop. Like, it, like did Jimmy Butler get in? Like, is Jimmy Butler? Jimmy on those?
0: Butler did. He is. He's
1: a second he team. Did? He's on the second second team. Second See, team, right? I can. He he, but he look sixty four, and what what did he finish like? They were what they were in the play
0: in. They were in the. play in.
1: The play-in. Yeah. So, and he's like twenty, and like I know I said earlier in the podcast. Jimmy Butler can make any All-NBA team every year if he wanted to. But 23-5-5, 23-6-5, five and, five, 23, six and five, like, I just feel like it's too much politics in it. I feel like All-NBA, All-Defense should be strictly on what you produce on the court. Because, I mean, he plays 64 games, but his stats don't wow you. The Heat were trash all year with him as the best player. So... I think but I feel he like people are
0: in the particular I in the, he did, too. Moment, right? From from what yeah. he's doing the last two, three weeks of the regular season and then this playoff stuff. I think that's what kind of got him. People are like, damn, yeah. he's putting up 40, 50. He's averaging 35 in the playoffs. He was saving himself. Well, isn't it a regular season accolade? Like, I don't get it, bro. See, and I
1: think I think for a, for a real good – I think we've been really spoiled by LeBron because I feel like how I feel this this is how it's supposed to be trickling down because at 33, I think LeBron had to won to a start championship with Cleveland. So we are we're looking at this guy that's so athletic. And any guy that looks remotely athletic, remotely in shape, we're expecting him to do the same thing. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. At 33, Jimmy Butler's doing about as damn good as you can. At 33. Oh, wow,
0: he's 33 years old now?
1: Yeah, he's, he's he's turning he's turning thirty-four this season, like next season. He September 14th, wow. he turns 34. So he takes,
0: great shape. he takes great care of himself too, though. That's another guy. He,
1: exactly. Exactly. But I think people are like you said, look to saving themselves. I've heard that narrative too, as a listener to be sports saying saving himself. And I'm just like yeah, you really kind of got to it at 33-34. Like, that's not natural to still be putting up 27-7-7 with Kevin Durant. I think Kevin, Kevin Durant, he tore Achilles, of course, so he's got mm-hmm. – he's had some time off. But Steph Curry, you know, these guys, like, it's just not natural. So, process out to them. But the Heat were trash all year to be to play in the play-in. I personally believe – Maybe people that are in the playing don't deserve all of the NBA.
0: But they you know, really injuries uh, could, like,
1: So like in that that's, aspect, that'd be a hot take.
0: That so would LeBron would have got it. That means LeBron wouldn't have got it. That means SGA wouldn't have got it. If we're doing people that were in play don't deserve it, that means people that didn't make the playoffs don't deserve it either. That means Dame is out. That means who else? Butler's Luka. out. Jimmy Butler, yeah, all these guys are out. So oh. I think that should be
1: something that they look into. Yeah. It will make people play harder during the end because the All NBA that's something that people use for contracts. It's in the contracts. I would do yeah. believe that if Jason, if Jalen Brown don't get All NBA, did he? Did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, He's he second team. 17. So if he didn't, if he didn't get it, if he didn't get it, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be eligible for that supermax extension. Now that he got it. I think I I think I, I I showed it to you. I think it will be on for about six hundred million for two players. Yeah, that's two, a lot of money.
0: Two ninety five for him I, and like three eighteen for Tatum, bro. It's just, it's just bro, too much.
1: Man, y'all gonna have to y'all gonna have to cut ties one them, But uh, man, I just I just personally believe that that would make if they did it that way and they made a restriction where if you're in the play in tournament, you you cannot qualify for the All NBA. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing it games played because that would make people play more games anyway. They want to make they want to get that more money, so you wouldn't even have to worry about putting the games played language in there. You wouldn't even have to be trying to point a finger at somebody. You would just be like, if you're under a seven seed, if you're seven seed and lower, you cannot make all NBA. Now you see a lot more competitiveness. You probably see a lot more seasons like we saw with this 2023 season going forward because people are going to want that money that's in that supermax extension. These guys. Mm-hmm. Said Gilders, he's gonna want that. I don't know if he signed his rookie extension yet. I he might have, he's kind of he might have, but guys coming into the league like Tyrese Halliburton, that's gonna that's our he was leading the league in assists for majority of the year. And see, this is the word, early part, I'll say early first third of the year, he was leading the league assists. That mm-hmm. puts more pressure on young guys like that. It's elevating some more small market teams because their guys are wanting that super max money. And they're gonna to have to qualify for that All NBA, that All Defense team. I think that's a great idea. I think the league should really do that. If, if Adam Silver, you should make that language in there. Put that in there. If you're anything less than all uh, seven seed, you can't qualify for the All NBA. That that heighten the the competition. I think.
0: Mm, that would. I agree. I agree. That is definitely something that they should that they should look at doing. I, I definitely agree. Because if you do that, it puts puts pressure on those guys to play. It does things like that, making them have to make that top six seed to, okay, like you said, it's okay, now I can be eligible for the Supermax stuff, be eligible to make an All-NBA team. Now my team has to be successful, has to do what they have to do. So – like, I agree, bro. That's smooth. I would be down for that. I feel like in that instance, like you said, it can be a season similar to this year. A lot of guys are playing a lot of, co- like, competitive basketball. And then it's like, that doesn't mean, okay, I get on a super team. We're going to be guaranteed a top six seed. Now I'll make all the them. Yeah, you still have to play well, be a, a key contributor to a team, be a key Factor key figure on the team that's a top six seed, and you're still having good numbers. So, I mean, it works, bro. It works. I just, I don't know how they're gonna have to do something like you said, bro, because you can't have you can't have guys like 80 that played 56 games, put up good numbers, and it just doesn't make an all-NBA team. You you can't have that.
1: Yeah, like, Yo, uh, Shea Gilgis was – he had the 31, 4, and 5, and 5. But Jokic is 24, 11, and 10. Like, I, I just – I have a real problem with that. I, I think they're rewarding storylines too much when it's coming to these all-NBA teams. Like, Dylan Brooks – Dylan Brooks has made the all-defense. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Let's – Let's let's be real now. Let's be real. Dylan Bruce ain't stopping nobody. Nobody. Um, he stop. He'll stop me in open gym. He'll
0: yeah, put the he clamps on six, me because he's six
1: and I'm not in the league. So he'll put the clamps on any regular person. So if he see this, he'd be like, well, play one on one. I'll play you. I have. But if you let me give you a bucket, I'm gonna talk more shit than you did." <laughs> I so, agree. but um, I I just think all defense it, it should be more. I think that's more cut and dry anyway. Who's the best lockup guy in the in the in the league? I'm not saying this because I'm a Laker fan, but I'm definitely taking uh, Jared Vanderbilt defense only over Dylan Brooks mm-hmm. all day every day. I'm 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 taking Derek White defense only over Dylan Brooks. I'm taking OG and Anubi. Defense only over Dylan Bush. Miles Turner, defense only. Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, Nick Claxton, Ben Simmons. Simmons. i take Ben Simmons. Like, it's a lot. Jared Jackson, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler. Uh, Anthony Davis is a given. Um, Embiid, duh. Uh, Come on now. Like, these are a lot of guys – like, there's a lot of guys. And I the only reason I ain't taking him. Tyrese Maxey over Dylan Brooks is because Tyrese Maxey is my height.
0: So Yeah, I was going to say, he can defend a little bit, but he more it's so. There's always so much. Yeah, that you can do.
1: Draymond Green, he he already made the team, so I certainly know, you know, really no reason to say that. Uh, Fred Van Bleet's a better on-ball defender than Dylan Brooks. Mm. Man, Van I take him over Dylan Brooks on on the perimeter. Uh, like I said, he's only six feet. He's really my height, but as of just what he does, I I I, I just don't think Dylan Brooks is a difference maker. I, I make, mean, like I said, I could be prisoner of the moment because he poked the wrong bear at the wrong time. He really poked the wrong bear. Mm-hmm. He he slapped he slapped that bear on the ass. Excuse my French, but. You some some bears Kobe Jordan Braun, some guys you just don't talk to like
0: yeah you leave them alone.
1: Twenty sixteen, Clay Thompson said, "I think we just hurt uh, LeBron's feelings, and that was the last mm-hmm. game they won. They didn't win a single game after that." LeBron did that little smile, showed only the two front teeth, and they, they, <laughs> he went and, and he just went three zero on them. So I just he hit that.
0: He put his head yeah. down. Oh, man. <laughs> he said that. Once he said, oh, man, you knew it was it was up.
1: It was up and it stuck. But no shame on Dylan Brooks. I think that our defense team is going to help him find a, a job in China.
0: Um, nah, bro. Think. Look, bro. He's going to have a market, bro. Nah, he, he is. He is. Oh, he yeah. Is. Yeah. I was going to say, I was talking to Corey about this. I was like, bro. It's a few teams that could use. Oh, he, whether we believe he deserved it or not, he was still an all defensive team player. It's going to be a lot of teams. And I was just thinking of teams off the bat. Like, honestly, if Memphis wants to be real with themselves, they could use him back. Uh, they really
1: could. Yeah.
0: yeah. I was thinking the Suns could use him. Hey, he, the Heat. The Heat could use him. Yeah, we could I, use I, him. I was right thinking right. y'all could as well, bro, if he could. If he can, because a lot of his shots were like bad shots. If he just focuses on being a three and D catch and shoot guy off of LeBron, bro, he y'all could use him a lot. Um, we
1: could, but his problem is he just wa- he wants to handle the rock. He wants to be a third option, and that's
0: that's where stuff gets gets rocky.
1: Dylan, we, you're not going to be a third option. But if he wants to, if he accepts his role as a three D guy. I can name a lot of teams right now that are need. I the Celtics could use them. The Sixers could use them. The Bucks
0: really could use them. That They're was those. another team that 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 we had discussed, bro, was uh the Bucks. Man, considering just he's younger than Drew Holiday and Chris Mid. So you at least really get some type of value out of him. It's some teams that can use him, bro. He's definitely gonna have a market, he's definitely gonna have a market because I, a lot of the teams you said, I, I was thinking the same thing like y'all, us, the Bucks, like, like competing teams, they can use, bro.
1: yeah. People like that, I, I give Dylan Brooks some flat. And if Dylan Brooks sees this, I did DM him a couple of times because I was a fan and I was like, you know, you might need to get that Rosetta Stone out, but all jokes aside. I, I, I do feel like uh, Dylan Brooks is a, comp- a competitive team player. Uh, you don't want to put him on a rebuilding project. But if you need a couple loose – if you have a couple loose screws on your team, like go to state. Go to state need another rough rider. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green can't be the only rough rider because, nah, y'all need – I feel like at least – uh, the Celtics don't need him as much because y'all got Marcus Smart. You know, uh, he, he could use him. It, it would help. You know, it would yeah. definitely help. The, the Nuggets, it could help the Nuggets. It'll add a little bit more toughness. It could help the Suns add a little bit more toughness. Just another uh, guy. <laughs> he
0: just yeah, needs just, somebody else.
1: Just some more help, man. That would help yeah. him a lot. But, now nah, Dylan Brooks, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll have – he'll be another guy on a contending team – provided that he's able to accept that 3 and D is going to make him a lot of money if he accepts it. So, so you trying to tell me I can make 60 million on a contract, shooting and
0: catching and shooting and playing defense and talking trash? Bro, that's, man. That's, I, look, I did that same thing for eight mil. You mean to tell me I can do it for 68 mil now? Like, come on, bro. That's easy. Man, that's easy, well,
1: I, I, I don't know if he's going to get to 60 because that's like Austin Reeves and – Dylan Brooks again, getting bullied by Austin Reeves, I and mean, we can't have that. AR fifteen, no, no pun intended. No, I don't, don't cancel shit. But that's what they call him, so that's what I'm gonna call him. So, and the AR is for Austin Reeves, and fifteen is jersey number. We're not talking about guns on the podcast. So,
0: yet, but, um, but are we gonna just skip over the fact that Desmond Bain was cooking him? We're not talking about Desmond Baines. He's on the contract bro, still. My man Desmond Baines' arms is this long. And he was <laughs> frying. He was frying that man Austin Reeves, bro. My okay, man, well. My man be scratching his tummy, but that's as far as his hands go. And niggas is talking about Austin Reeves. i Bro, I'm sick of him, bro. I'm sick of Austin bro, Reeves. Y-
1: y'all could use Austin Reeves.
0: No, we could not. <laughs> not y'all at could. all.
1: Y'all could, bro. Y'all need a fearless rough rider, bro. Look, that man ain't got no facial hair. Y'all give him buckets.
0: We could use Austin Reeves to piss me off. That's what we would use him to do. Make bro, me.
1: Austin Reeves, better than, he's better than Peyton Pritchard. Let's just be real.
0: Ah, <laughs> that's – I don't know. One was a first-round pick. One was undrafted for a reason. And Peyton Pritchard just doesn't get no love with us. He just doesn't get love.
1: Well, y'all are a terrible franchise. Anyway, y'all need to love y'all play.
0: <laughs> like Austin Reeves, y'all be talking like Austin Reeves is like the third member of the Big Three. Is he? Is he? Uh, he's the third member. You know, you haven't heard his name, Theo Billy Kobe. Yes. So Delo's just chopped liver. Nah, D-Lo's he's also there. in
1: there. We got we got a bunch of third pieces. We got a bunch of third guys. Okay.
0: That's not how well, it works, bro. Big threes, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen. Big threes, LeBron, D-Wade, Chris Bosh. Big threes, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson. Is he that third option for y'all? That's what I'm asking.
1: This ain't, is the no, first. ain't
0: no, oh, it's one day it's Bando, it's Hachimura, it's Lonnie Watt. Yep. No, bro. We are, we are finally a team. Member of the big three, bro. Rob Palenka. There He's you have the it. third guy. Rob Polinka's
1: the third guy.
0: Warriors in seven. <laughs> Warriors in nah. seven. If LeBron <laughs> blows – okay, look, let's. we talked about what winning would do for LeBron. If he blows a 3-1 lead, what does that do for his legacy? He'll never be Jordan if he does that. You know, that's what everybody's going to say. Jordan would never blow a 3-1 lead. What that right,
1: do? but I, look, if Anthony Davis plays, then we don't have to even worry about that. But Thanks. if LeBron, if LeBron caught the flu and got something, that's what it would take, and he lost, then people would be like, "Well, um, he lost, so hey, we weren't in the favorite anyway." <laughs> that's crazy. Hey. <laughs> we weren't. We weren't. Everybody named Mama was saying, Warriors and seven, Warriors and six. And then, everybody want to listen to that Corgi. Wait, well, let me tell you something. I want to see that Corgi in a, in a dark alley with no streetlights on. Mm. That dog that going viral, I want to see him in a dark alley with no streetlights.
0: Hey, shout out to that dog. Um,
1: man, I'm going to get that dog chocolate.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> hey, he five and zero, so miss, uh, he, he already knows know something. Well, if he can beat that chocolate? I'm about to. you know that Hershey's
1: milk chocolate, if, if he straight chocolate, that, no
0: hey, no almonds. If he beat that, he the real deal, bro. He a super dog, and I don't want no problems. Mm, mm, mm. That's hilarious, bro. So, man,
1: look, I, we 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 didn't have a we didn't had a great conversation. One more question, though. Yes, sir. Out of the Suns and the Nuggets, uh, the Suns and the Nuggets, and then the Lakers versus the Warriors, and the Sixers versus the Seas, and the Knicks versus the Heat, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: who you got advancing?
0: Okay. So. This is all emotion out of it, right? No no emotion. emotion.
1: Yeah, emotion out of it.
0: Okay, I got Miami in six. I got Denver in six. I got Lakers in seven. And I got Boston in seven.
1: Okay. So I have I have the Lakers and the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. I got the Celtics in the heat. I think the Celtics are going to pull this out in seven. I know I was being funny, but I just don't. Think Embiid is reliable enough to go back to back 30 and 15. And if he does, then it's going to be the Sixers. But for right now, I think the a better team. So I think they're going to advance. I think they're going to advance to seven. I think the Heat, the, the Heat play – is it, they play in Miami tonight?
0: They play in, in Miami? Miami tonight. Yeah. They played in, yeah, they play in Miami tonight because the Knicks are the five.
1: Yeah. Teams. I don't think the Knicks are going to, I don't think they're going to in New York for a game.
0: It took Jalen it took Jalen Brunson playing all forty eight minutes and having thirty eight, seven and six for them to steal that game. I just Yeah. I like Jalen Brunson, but I don't think he's gonna have enough help.
1: I don't either. Now if Julius Randle show up and show out and we'll have a different conversation. But for right now, I got the Celtics in seven. I got the Heat in tonight. Um and then I got the Suns. I got the Suns losing, actually. I got the Suns losing.
0: And
1: wow. six. And what they played, they play tonight. No, they don't play tonight. They play. Do they play tonight. Yeah, they do play tonight. Because he the heat played yesterday. So they play tonight. I think the sun's gonna go home tonight. They're gonna stay in that desert.
0: <laughs> They're gonna stay home.
1: So I got the Nuggets in six. I got the Lakers in six. And I got and out of that, I ain't gonna lie, if that's how the match is gonna be. I think we're going to get the first Lakers versus Celtics matchup since 2010. Mm-hmm. Must-see TV, guys. This is a must-see playoff conference, playoff series. And I'm not going to tell y'all who I think is going to win because I don't need y'all getting on me right now. at the finals. But you know I ain't going to bet against the GOAT now. Come on now. The
0: goat. I didn't I know Mike. About that I, I, say, I didn't know Mike was playing, bro.
1: He was reincarnated. Now he's, he's still at 23, but it's like it's this big brawling dude that's got a full thing of facial right hair. And his wife is but like, Whatever Mark Jackson said, I hit it at the park. No disrespect.
0: He said respectfully. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> uh yeah, if we're going finals predictions. Lakers have such an easy road, bro. No, no, don't say that. Don't
1: say that. We don't have no easy road,
0: bro. If I'm not mistaken, at the beginning of the playoffs, I thought I was rocking with y'all to get to the Western Conference Finals. I thought I had y'all in the Suns at the beginning. If I'm not mistaken. I had y'all losing to Phoenix. But with Chris Paul's groin being ripped in the the shreds, I mean – they're going to lose them to Denver. Y'all are going to beat Golden State in seven. And y'all are going to beat Denver in probably like five or six. Stop saying seven. We went in Friday, bro. <laughs> we look, went in Friday. Look, bro. have you heard of this person that goes by the name of Game Six Clay?
1: Game Six Clay ain't showed up since
0: 2016. Because he – whoa. Now you're talking about his injury history, and that's not fair.
1: I'm not talking – 2016, He will going to injure 18 or uh, 17.
0: Well, they didn't need him in 17 or 18 because there was no game sixes. But <laughs> 19, <laughs> 20, come on, bro. You, you, you talking about my man. health at that point. No, nah, no. Nah. Nah. Okay, so hit me out. Hit me out then.
1: What was the game six last last year? What was that? Y'all I went six game. What was that?
0: Shit. That was Stephen Curry.
1: Okay, then. Sam Curry was still on the floor 2016, game six. Clay Thompson just made it. I just think, I ain't gonna lie, and I and I don't want Clay Thompson to hit this, bro, I really don't, because I don't need him to go off for 30 on Friday, but and this, this is so respectfully, this is so respectful. I think Klay Thompson is the number two shooter of all time. Um, Ray Allen hit the biggest shot in NBA history, but I think as of what Klay Thompson has done on the floor, 37 in the quarter, 60 on 11 dribbles. I don't need to say anything else. The jump shot is pure. So okay. I think he's the second greatest shooter to ever live. But five Time is undefeated. Klay Thompson is getting up there in age. I believe he's pushing 34 as well. And to tear your ACL – and then to tear, I think it was on the same leg to tear your ACL and then the Achilles was. on the same leg, bro. I think it was, bro. It's just a blessing that Klay Thompson is still on the floor right now. That just shows the the, the Hall of Fame player that he heart that he has. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Fame player as well. Klay Thompson is. Yes, he will be. Um, <clears throat> he has a jump shot that I would teach my kids. If I had, if, if I was a coach, I'd teach them the Clay Thompson form over the Steph, honestly. Right. Um, just of how the for everything from the launch point to the apex to the swan neck in the end. I'd teach oh. all of that.
0: that yeah. Goosey neck.
1: It's, that goosey goose, that loosey goosey, all that. I definitely. clay
0: going be perfect. That
1: don't man. look like a little. It's like you can't, and it's like it's everything, the base. The base on what she says, his feet, you gotta like you teach all of that his his feet is always pointed to the rim, the shoulders are always pointed to the rim. It's just of a, a unique form, even very different thing from the the shot hand to the pleasure of the god hand. Everything is picture perfect, just picture perfect, man. It's just I would teach that. But I agree. The ACL, man, doesn't matter how unathletic some clay thompson never been a most an athlete he's never been somebody to run you out the gym he's never been a person that's going to dunk on you um but he always has been a person that's been able to run off screens fast quick fast and in a hurry come off a screen ball in hand and instantly rise up and i'm not seeing that clay thompson anymore and i really do think that's because of, that's why a lot of people ain't gonna ride on him because of, and i'm and i'm definitely not gonna ride on them for either i don't most people wouldn't even be in the league. We've seen the ACL take people out of the league. Exactly. Uh, Derrick Rose uh, wasn't the same guy after he tore his. So it's a blessing Clay Thompson's out here, but I just don't think that I, I think we're seeing the real effects of it because he's not he's not the same Clay that was coming off a of Draymond screen, running full steam ahead, stopping on a and shooting the ball. He's mm-hmm. not that guy anymore. He's you find him more trying to put the ball on the floor, trying to get into the post and do a turnaround or he may come off a screen, but it's just not as often. They did yeah. run that elevator doors play, that that beautiful play that – um, I don't know if you watched the game last night, but Draymond Green seemed to be like at the high post, kind of at the elbow. Um, and Steph Curry ran off the screen first as a decoy. He ran into the corner, and Klay Thompson came off on the wing. And they used to run that play – all the time, especially before Kevin Durant got there. Yeah. So it was them. good to see that yeah, open up doors, to that. them doors, close
0: the doors real quick. Sometimes Man. that play is amazing because sometimes you can get a four point play on four point play on that play if the guy is closing out too crazy, he runs over them screeners, and then mm-hmm. of course Steph Clay has forty five percent from three, so that's a coin flip on if it's going to go in. Typically does okay. go in, so yeah, that's an amazing play, bro. Uh, another way you can see Clay's injuries really impact him though is on the defensive end because he was one of the best defensive guards he just doesn't have that lateral quickness anymore that lateral movement back and forth whether that be because of his Achilles which that drains a lot of your lateral ability but the ACL does as well so I mean the two main injuries that affect your lateral quickness he had on the same leg like you said so he just kind of it's He's unable to sit in that chair for long, long stretches of time. He's unable to move left or right that consistently. Yeah. So it's just tough.
1: You know, all props to Austin Reeves, but there's no reason Austin Reeves to be baking clay the way he's baking. I, I, like I said, he'd be really out there hunting clay. D be hunting clay. You never used to hunt clay on the floor. Clay was always the guy that you got to switch off of. You call the uh-huh. screen to get him off of you. You put Clay on like a Kyrie. I remember them years when Kyrie Irving was on the Cavs, Clay Thompson was his main defender all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All the time. Even actually in Clay Thompson, Kyrie Irving hit more of his memorable shots on Clay Thompson in the finals. But if you're actually looking at the basketball being played, he had to hit a lot of turnaround shots on Clay. I'm going to go back and give you all one. The most recent one I'm thinking about is 2017 Christmas Day. Kyrie Irving hits the game winner. But what people don't remember, yeah, he hit the game runner on Clay, but they don't remember him driving down Clay, Clay Thompson, kind of shutting off the mid-range form, so he has to keep driving. Clay, Clay Thompson then puts his body in front of Kyrie without fouling him. Kyrie Irving has to put the stop on the dime, turn around, and then do a pull-up, do the yeah. the pull the turnaround fadeaway. That's a hard shot, guys. That is, a I don't know, hard
0: shot. That is that is, that is,
1: that is, is a, a hard good. that is a really hard play, and to be able to. Like you said, move laterally. Laterally, to move laterally, stay in front of your man, ride the hit without fouling him. That's a hard. That's hard. Hard defense being played, and he's doing that consistently. Going to game five when Kyrie Irving he was on one, he dropped forty one with LeBron. But I remember a play specifically in the third quarter, third or second quarter, I believe. Same thing. Kyrie Irving's driving down. Clay Thompson does the same thing. Stays on the hip, moves ladder, moves wildly in front of him, and Kyrie Irving has to spin out of that again and get an n one. He's getting an n one because he's, he's he's Kyrie Irving, but that's yeah. hard. That's hard to do. Most people, most people surrender a blow by. If you blow by them, most people can't ride your hit without fouling you. That's a that's a defensive, strat. That's a defensive concept that most people can't get. You have to be all NBA de- defense to do that. Most guys can't do. What Clay Thompson used to do consistently, so it is kind of sad to see to see somebody that I paid close attention to because I wanted the Cavs to get Clay Thompson back in 2011, not Tristan Thompson. That was a mistake, <laughs> <laughs> Clay Thompson or or Ka- or uh, uh, Kawhi. You picked Tristan Thompson. That was crazy. But anyway, um yeah, We'll it's, see. It's, it's, uh, the one team. One,
0: two, they, look, they said he 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 might have to come out there and dust off the and dust off the shoes and help y'all win a chip and chip this year, bro. You on the roster? That man, Tristan, big Tristan. Yeah, big Tristan. You had some some Pat Ron this morning or something. Hey man, I'm just saying that man, Tristan Thompson. He, he'd be in the Hall of Fame of role players.
1: Oh, I'm glad you finished the rest of that.
0: I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's LeBron's guy there, bro. He was that's not my guy.
1: guy. Well, him $80 million. Crazy.
0: The final <laughs> thing I have for our second round episode. Final thing I have. Let's see if there's anything else on the slate. Last question I have. What do you think it'll take for what do you think it'll take for Golden State to consider bringing back Draymond?
1: I think that ship is just running its course, bro. Yeah. I just I think that's what it is. Every dynasty, um, no dynasty just stays together unless you're the Spurs. And the Spurs did a phenomenal job of continuing to rebuild around their, their core. I don't think the Warriors have done as fabulous a job as rebuilding. Um, J- Jordan Poole, I feel like he, it just seems like he was playing for money. And I know his questions about Draymond, but I feel like if, Dr- if Jordan Poole was a better player, they would be able to bring Draymond back. I don't think Draymond would mind um, taking a pay cut. The problem is the Warriors don't look like a team where if Draymond takes a pay cut, they'll be they'll be as big as a threat they will be um next season. So, unless they unload Jordan Poole and try to get in an, an actual center, like an actual guy, if they were able to get I would love to see Miles Turner on the Lakers, but if they were able to get Miles Turner on the on the Warriors, I think that would I think that would change everything for them. And now you can put in a real lineup of Draymond at the four where he needs to be and then and Miles Turner. I think that would be the only thing they would be able to do where they bring him back. When they bring him back and they give him real money, then they're essentially setting themselves up for failure um, because they just don't have the pieces around the core to right. suffice giving him that money. I don't know why. I mean, Miami just probably built different because they gave, they've been paying Udonis money, but it's been $1 million deals for that year. And mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know with how much junk Draymond talks if that would really be something he's wanting to do. And plus, Draymond Green has a market. If Dylan Brooks has a market, Draymond Green definitely has a market. I think he's like 33, 34 as well. Mm-hmm. The Lakers could really use Draymond. I'm not even going to lie. We could put Draymond out there, even off the bench, because I see that he accepts that role that we can put Draymond on the bench. That's a hell of a defensive team first and second you got to deal with. Yeah. So draymond has a market there draymond could have a market with y'all i think he'd help y'all tremendously i think draymond would help the heat tremendously i think draymond would help the citrus significantly i think draymond would help the Bucks significantly i think he'd help the sun significantly the nuggets you can put draymond green on any team because what he does well isn't taken away from your best player and that is always going to be the best role player you can get so um, but to keep them, I think they're going to have to get a. They're going to have to just make some roster changes. They're going to. You're you're not going to trade Clay. Everybody sees what Pool is. You're going to have to package Pool with Kaminga and Moody, and that's already depleting your bench because you're not going to get more players back for those guys. So, right. unless you're in the draft or something, but yeah, Draymond, I think his circle is coming to an end, and I think he knows that. He probably That's why he knocked Jordan pulled out. He probably wanted to do that for a long
0: time. <laughs> yeah, I I believe it, bro. He probably did. Uh, Yeah, bro. I agree. I think this might be the last season of the Golden State Warriors as we know one grew to love them over the last decade. And, I mean, that's cool. Like like you said, they ran its course. If they had maybe did a better job drafting, possibly. If Wiseman would have been what we thought he'd be, then probably, you know if Kaminga would have been really the t- ready and willing to take that Draymond-Andre Iguodala role, maybe. If Moses Moody was actually a viable 3 and D wing player, maybe. But with Wiggins on a max or dang near max, Clay asking for dang near max, Steph on the super max, Draymond wanting a max, Jordan Poole making 140 mil, money just kind of is no more. I mean, so maybe maybe Kevon Looney can move into that Draymond role next season.
1: Well, look, man, look, Golden State really they fumbled with this um with with the James Wiseman pick because I'm gonna just read off some names that were taken after James Wiseman: Lamella Ball, Patrick Williams, Isaac Okoro, Okungwu, uh Obi Toppin, Devin Vassell, Tyrese Halliburton, Cole Anthony. Sadiq Bay would have been a great piece for them right now. Uh, Jaden McDaniel's um, Desmond Bain was picked uh, the thirtieth pick. Um, Hillman Junior. We saw what he was in the um in the in the first round. There were significant guys, and I think you know him being coming coming from Memphis uh, with uh, who was the coach at that point? Penny, Penny, yeah, appreciate it. Um, I think Ocomo would have been a better fit. Obviously, uh, Isaac Okoro, he's a good I think he's a I think he's a good better player than people give him pe- credit for. LaMelo ball with Steph would be
0: That'd have been insane.
1: They draw the, the ball on that one hard.
0: Hard they draw the ball on that. I didn't get ball. it, bro. I didn't get why they didn't consider LaMelo. I feel like they didn't well, consider him.
1: I, no, I think they did that because at that point, and I know it's going to be like him over Melo, but you got to remember, Golden State tried to do that three that three guard lineup with Clay, Steph and D'Lo, and that's why they mm-hmm. didn't pick wise uh, the Melo ball. How stupid that was!
0: That makes sense. I forgot they had D'Lo for those that like half of the season. I
1: know they shot themselves in the foot.
0: Yeah, bro, they definitely. A would have been a perfect player for them, seeing what he does now. He would have been perfect. Uh, like I said, Sadiq Bay, they could have traded back. Yeah, man, just looking hindsight, 2020, they might have fumbled.
1: Yeah, Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith was on this.
0: Jalen Smith, he's been kind of, you don't know what to expect with him so far in the league. But coming into the right. into college or coming out of college into the NBA, he was he was looked at as a a future like stretch big man. So
1: he was. But from for what I'm saying is, well, I think out of this, I think we agree that a Cone or a mellow ball would have definitely been the people to go with. Yeah. Or even like or Devin Basil. Like I I like Devin Bass. I really do. I think he's a perfect three and D guy. He only played thirty thirty-eight games, but in those thirty-eight, he put up eighteen a game and he's a really good shooter. Um but they yeah they just they just they blew, they shot themselves in the foot with that uh that
0: James wasn't that
1: uh yeah they shot themselves in the foot bad with that one. Um, let me look at something twenty nineteen Jordan Poole was drafted in twenty nineteen
0: And even if they would have looked to move the number two pick to get a player that was already established in the league, like that could have worked.
1: Yeah, that, that definitely could. I think they were just trying to showcase we st we, we drafted Steph Curry, Clay, and Draymond. We can do it again. No, you can't. Those people don't don't just don't roll on trees. Cause I'm looking at Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole was picked three players three picks before Nick Claxton. Wow. They could definitely use Nick Claxton right now.
0: All defensive team, big. Well, should have been all defensive team, but I don't think he made it.
1: Yeah, 12. (laughs) He put up 12 and nine on the season. He's a horrible free throw shooter, but so is Looney, so you're not really missing much. But the difference between him and Looney is Looney's like nine and nine. This guy's 12 and nine with two and a half blocks. Which is something that you're really needing right now because Anthony wrong Davis wrong. is going. Yeah. So goes to show you players just don't grow on like these players just don't grow on trees, bro. Like Clay Thompson, we're not gonna find another Clay Thompson. We're not gonna find another Steph Curry. We're not gonna find another Draymond. And I say we're not gonna find another Clay Thompson or Draymond because if you look at around the league, Draymond Green has really given birth in in us in a sense, in a figurative sense. So all of the bigs that we got now, Jokic, you uh, uh, could say probably DeMarcus uh Jokic more than Draymond Green. But Sabonis is somebody that I feel like plays just like Draymond Green back in the day. Minus the defense, Bam Adebayo is another one. Giannis making plays is another guy. Um, yeah, man. Props up to the lake to the to the Warriors for doing what they did in the beginning of the decade. But they need to do something else now. They go home tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I agree, bro. It's time to maybe look at Steph being the point guard and just surrounding him with a bunch of talent. That would work. That definitely would work. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, this has been an amazing episode. I can't wait to see my Celtics play tonight. They're going to get that dough. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Man, do you have anything else for the people, bro? Because I'm pretty – I'm ecstatic for these games tonight. Looking forward
1: to seeing so, get it get a up. I I can't wait to I can't wait to see the I'm not a I'm not a fan of either teams playing tonight, so I can't wait to see what the outcome is, man.
0: Okay. Oh
1: man, it's gonna be a good one though. I think I think y'all might got this one. Y'all playing?
0: Y'all going to Philly? In Philly in Philly, yeah. Maxie doesn't go ch- for thirty, yeah. bro. Maxie doesn't go on for thirty. I like our chances.
1: That's that's a tough ask because Max, is a – he is more than just a player. Actually, I think I'm going to change my pick right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go mm-hmm. with the Celtics in seven. Okay. I'm going to go with the Celtics in seven. I still got y'all winning, but I'm definitely going to just play it safe right now yeah. and just go with y'all in seven because I, I, I think in Philly
0: – It's going to be tough. I think it, it's going to be tough very game. tough. but uh man it seems like we it seems like we've came to the end of another tremendous episode of the dynasties podcast. We'd be remiss if we don't leave y'all with some words of wisdom like we always do. I'll go ahead and start it off, man. Uh just just you know, just keep praying for your people, man, cuz you don't know what they're going through. Everybody doesn't always share. Everything they're going through with you, whether your family, friend, mother, daughter, sister, brother, et cetera. So just pray for your people, man. Check on them too, because everybody's going through something. You know, it can't hurt to just call and check on them and ask how they doing. So just don't be afraid to call and check on the people that you love, man. You know, always check on them when you can. So,
1: right now. Wonderful, man. Hey, that's, that's a, uh... That's a good message that I feel like if everybody just followed, we'd be in a way better position. Um, and since you said that, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into a different direction. Um, I don't know the 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 age demographic of our viewers or our listeners, but I do encourage everybody to take every day and and, and treat it like a gift. Every day is a gift because I know people that's you know, locked up. ain't getting out. They, they next day, they behind bars like they were yesterday, or they might be in the hospital. Um, I ride motorcycles. I know people that's not going to ever ride again in their life. They still here with us, but they, you know, they might've gotten in an accident, gotten paralyzed or something. So, you know, enjoy every day you have, man. Like it's, 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 it's a scary sight. It's a, I've I've seen, I've had people fall off and, and hurt themselves and, and they still seem to enjoy life more than they did beforehand. So if they can do it, I encourage everybody to do so. Go take a trip. Take that trip. Take off from work. The job will still be there. Take off a few days. Uh, get your mental right. Look out for yourself. Make some tea in the morning. Uh, go outside. Sometimes what I do is I just go out to my balcony and I just look and look at you know all of God's creations. The, the trees. Hear the birds chirping. And it make you feel better more than you think it will um just going off the ne- the normal hustle and bustle every day. So I encourage everybody to do that. Take care of yourself. Um take care of your hygiene. Take a shower. It'll make you feel better when you even when you think it might not. Just taking a shower, brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, make yourself feel good about yourself. It'll help it'll help as somebody that's struggled with this in my in my own self. Everybody gets secure insecure about something sometimes. Nobody's made perfect. So if you can make yourself feel good at any type of time, any day of the week, I encourage you to do it because ain't nobody going to do it for you. So, you know, take care of yourself, man. Love yourself. Love yourself. There's somebody up there up, up up, above in whatever religion that you worship that's always caring about you. So I think the best thing you can do is to, t- is to show them, show that person that spirit, whatever it is for you, that you are of the opportunity that they've given and the best way to do that is to take care of yourself, take care of your family, take care of your loved ones, and just enjoy the life, enjoy this beautiful earth that we have.
0: I love that, bro. Couldn't have said it any better myself, man. That's, that's a tremendous point, bro. Man, that made me feel good. That made, that that touched home for me. Like, both of them points touched home for me, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, but, uh. Man, this has been another amazing basketball episode of the Dynastyers Podcast. I truly love and appreciate all of y'all for tuning in. Again, it's been your host with the most. You know, we 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 love what we do, man. We appreciate y'all for listening. Until next time, it's the Dynasty's Podcast, man. We out. Peace. Peace.